What up, son? <laughs> I feel like okay. you right. I feel Hold like on. you had waited for that. All right. So. Before everybody gets all mad, <laughs> says, Oh he cusses. <laughs> That's how they're gonna it's true. start. I do, the I do show. cuss a little bit. I do cuss a little bit. But <sighs> can you guess why I did that, Epi? Why? Because FCC licensing or I, I don't know why. No, check this out. That was homage to Kiko from last. <laughs> just podcast. to clear it up. <laughs> just to clear that up, I was just paying respect, so I'm allowed to say whatever I want <laughs> because it's with respect. I love you, Kiko. Dude, man, I had never anyway. heard. I had never heard so many f bombs in an interview, man. But I, I dug it, was, it. It was awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what our show is all about—is being free. You and, know, you know, he sounds come like on he's here, from, and if that's what your thing is, you know, go he for sounds it. like he's from Texas, but he talks like he's from Jersey. <laughs> 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 no, that was that was real cool of him, man. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great a great interview. That band, what was it? Echo in the law, uh, lost in the echo. Lost in the Echo. They were. Uh, oh yeah, man. They were heavy. Killer. <laughs> they, they, were, they were heavy. They yeah, were heavy. For sure. So I'm, you know, I'm sorry to the listeners that aren't into the heavy stuff, but we're here to debut all kinds of stuff here. It, you so. know, my um, get ready. My wife, <laughs> Caitlin, she doesn't really uh, listen to the heavy, heavy stuff, and she was pretty surprised. It came on, and she was like, mm, "All right." <laughs> she just kind of looked at it and I, I don't know. I, I think she just took it in I'm like, Oh, new band, <laughs> but yeah, not, not her favorite. <laughs> I, I don't know what she's jamming. Oh, we're, we're jamming a lot of country these days. I mean, old country's good. Yeah. Like some classic country, man. That's like, yeah, that's what we're jamming. It, it puts the baby to sleep. So that's, that's the jams. <laughs> oh man. Heck yeah. So how you been, man? How's your week been? Oh, it's been good, man. Uh, eventful, I guess. I had my first drum lesson. That was a drum and, lesson. Uh, boy, I feel like a toddler again in the drum world. <laughs> <laughs> what what uh, would they have you uh, start working on? He started having you working on. Man, uh, strokes. And not of the pleasurable type. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> but all seriousness, um, yeah, they uh, he's got me uh, doing doing rebounds and practicing all that stuff. And when you know, over the years, I've just played of as hitting the drum. And I guess there's more than one way to hit a drum, and that's what I'm learning. So. But it was fun, and I'm I'm grasping the concept now, and I'm enjoying it. So, man, uh, yeah, we were we were talking about a little bit about the stuff earlier that um, I I'm a drummer too, and uh, for those who don't know, um, and I I just don't know the lingo. I'm not like caught up with any sort of lingo in the drum world. It, not even in the music world. Like I've been a musician for a long time. And every every place I go, every studio I go, I just never know the lingo. I same. I don't know if I forget the lingo. I don't know if I never knew the lingo. I just don't pay attention <laughs> to the lingo. I mean, it'll be like bring that thirty five seven form. I'm like, what? 
What are you talking about? Oh, the blue mic? <laughs> Listen, bro. I play from the heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not from the page. This is all heartfelt. <laughs> oh, man. So that's rad. So uh, so what yeah. else So oh, what else you got uh, going also, on? The, are, you, also, are you playing the big drum set or the small one? Actually, I did not play a drum set this last practice, man. We just played on the pad. Oh. Now, one would say, well, that's crazy. You're there to play drums. <laughs> and uh, you're right. You would be right. But <laughs> drums yeah. have a foundation, and you have to have that foundation to excel past where you've ever been. Absolutely. And that's why I had to get back down onto that level and take care of the business there. And I'll move on very quickly. So dude, I'm uh, I, uh, I used to play, uh, some drums in marching band back in high school. Right. And, uh, the instructor that we had at first, like the very first couple of weeks, like he literally had us just tapping on the floor next to us. Like we just had to learn those taps and learn like those techniques and stay in sync and all that stuff. And so I get it. Like, yet yeah, you, you're not on the drum set yet. I get it, man. You got to start somewhere. You do. <laughs> you'll work. Yep. Hey man, you'll work your way up to a real drum set. <laughs> Thanks dad. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> Gee. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, anyhow. Um, let's see. You think you're I ever going to take your drum set over there? Man. No, probably not. Like on your There's final not. day, you'll like have a drum off, show up with your drum set, roll up on a trailer. <laughs> I don't know what my final day is yet. But <laughs> it's a drum off. He hasn't told it's you. It's going to have to be a drum off. I'll, I'll suggest that to him. <laughs> He's like, we're having a drum off, but you can only use the pad. <laughs> he he like, did tell me. He did tell me that he wants to do a uh, uh, over 21 student uh, booze cruise, like, and like kind of a drum, all drum thing. Huh. Yeah. A booze cruise, like, hmm. all drum thing. Huh. Yeah. That sounds Just wild. This dr drummers hanging out, <laughs> drumming. <laughs> drummers getting, and boating. getting drunk, boating, and drumming. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds wild. Yeah. That sounds wild. Well, let me know when that party is. <laughs> For sure. I'm going to slip you that invite, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, dude. dude this... So uh, get get this. Huh. You know, you were talking about going to a chili cook-off. Uh-huh. I'm doing one. You're doing one? This Saturday. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a contestant is, of a chili cook-off. Is it a vegan chili cook-off? <laughs> no, they're <laughs> Wouldn't it absolutely that be a, says it. In wouldn't the that be rules. a good surprise? Absolutely says it in the rules. No vegans allowed. Yes. Zero <laughs> vegans can compete. Oh man, racist. <laughs> <laughs> but they can come hang out and drink beer. Is beer vegan? I don't know. Some of it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, something. If it's made at a microbrewery, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, and then hopefully they can watch us win. Oh man! Uh, so we, we have so who's all making recipe, the chili? I'll tell you who's all making the chili. Uh, me and my friend Russell and my friend John. Oh okay. And uh, we are all gonna set up in the morning early, and then 
cook a giant pot of chili for everybody to try. And mm. then it's going to go to the judges and we'll see what happens. What, what do you get if you win? Uh, I think you get some kind of trophy of some sort. What do you get if you um, lose? That's the question. <laughs> boot off with I, bananas. I think Banana a, peels. I think a dunking booth. Yeah. Y'all should do a dunking Ooh. booth for the That'd loser. Yeah. Or if it's at your if it's at your pad, just uh just water hose in the front yard. That'd be great. <laughs> loser gets the water hose in the front yard. <laughs> Yeah, apparently you should do it in the middle of February. It'll <laughs> yeah, be worse. that'll be great. Yeah. And uh, most people are like, "Oh, December!" Like Northerners, like we were talking about last time. <laughs> they do like, "Oh, December!" You should do and and no, it's Na- still like hey, eighty Na- degrees here in December. Naaman's good in that though. I mean, he he does that polar bear. What is it called? The polar bear dip or whatever. Oh yeah, the super cold dude into like ice water. Yeah. That's why I've never done anything like that. Is is uh, dude? It's wild that people do that. It's wild. It's like zero degrees, and you're jumping in water. Like, I don't know, man. That it hurts thinking about that. <laughs> like, it just hurts, dude. It's all mental. I feel like I there's would, no way because your your body can't really withstand that. I feel like I would jump in, and I would just freeze and go straight to the bottom. Bloom. Like that would be it. <laughs> Most likely you would. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Dustin would be like, I'm not going in for him. <laughs> Dude, these people that do this stuff like are generally trained. I, I mean, I guess I don't know about Naaman. But... Yeah, I was going to say, is Naaman trained? Like, no, he's well, just. He, but he is a polar bear. <laughs> he's so. just a big old dude that's just yeah. like, I got this, man. Right, he's got that, like, warm blood just pumps, you know? I don't have that. His beard just swims his way through everything, keeps it warm, like... Yeah. Oh, man. It don't make no sense, but not for me. (laughs) I'll pass. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. So, anyhow, I'm doing this chili cook-off, and uh, it's going to be fun, man. Chili it's going to be uh, at some point uh, right some... down the street from my parents' house. Uh-huh. So they're going to come hang out. That's right. And we have some friends uh, in the area. And so it's going to be cool, man. At some point. I mean, you're welcome make... to come, Epi. It's not like vegans can't come to the <laughs> You're going to make you know? me wait outside. <laughs> yeah. You got to wait outside. You're uh, you don't eat meat. you're out (laughs) you're out (laughs) in the middle of february um so thursday uh so i get a call thursday so this is another one of those um those odd jobs that i have like i i have i i feel like i have one solid job but it just holds a lot of different hats like like i said last time like I, i checked up on the deceased and that just sounds odd um, uh-huh. but this is another one of those odd jobs. I, uh, also help take care of a building's alarm system. Like I make sure the alarm is functioning and working. And so that's like way off from that other job, you know? So that's why it's an odd job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so Thursday I get a call from the fire department <laughs> that these alarms are going off and that they need me to turn them off. Well, I, I live like an hour away from the place, so I have to drive in. But I was I was so confused because 
first, I didn't know why alarms were going off. Second, <laughs> I didn't know. I just didn't know why the fire department was there because <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. <man>? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I mean, dude, even when I got there to the place, um, one of the pastors had seen me and she's walking up and she <laughs> looks at me and she's like, please tell me you didn't just drive all this way for this. And I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, Anyways, I, I'm there. Um, I'm so confused. I'm like, why, why are, uh, did the fire department come out? Because I, I had put this system on on a test mode, so that way whenever it goes off, the fire department doesn't actually show up. So that way we're not bothering them, you know, for, like, fake stuff. You sure, know? right. And uh, there, there's all sorts of construction work going on. So every now and again an alarm will go off, and it's just like, oh, they, they hit something. Well, that's what happened. They hit something, uh, but I had it in test mode, so they shouldn't have been there. Well, yeah. the the dude that's running the show that day, he uh, he couldn't get a hold of me to shut off the alarm. So, dude, these alarms went off for almost twenty minutes. <laughs> People are working <laughs> with these alarms for like twenty minutes. It's not funny, but it's funny. Uh, I don't know. It it's one of those things like <laughs> I need I need some backup, you know, because cuz stuff like yeah. this happens, you know. Yeah, for but, sure. <laughs> but the dude couldn't get a hold of me, so he didn't know what to do, so he called 911. <laughs> oh, that's why they were all there. Oh my goodness. Oh man. He called 911 and asked them to help him. Well, they didn't they didn't understand what was going on, so they just showed up and they're like Y'all called me in distress, and your alarms yeah. are going off. What is happening? So yeah. they were confused. I was confused. Oh, man. Yikes. Dude, it was a trip. It was a trip. Like, yeah. That, that was the week, man. That was the week. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, so listen, listen, everybody. Uh Epi told me earlier that we had to project ourselves into the future (laughs) 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 in order to make these podcasts come to you in In living color. I I cannot speak in the today Uh, nor the yester, but only the tomorrow. tomorrow, I just had to clear that up for everybody. The yarrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was trying to explain this to Caitlin, and she just pretty much closed the door on me. She didn't know what I was talking about. And I told her, I was like, man, I know that we're going to try it. It's going to get so confusing. We're not going to know what the heck is going on. Oh, man. So, okay, so the podcast are what, a week behind? I guess a week behind? Yeah, they're about a week behind. Yeah, they're yeah. they're a week behind, which isn't bad. I mean, there there's some podcasts that come out a month, you know, like oh, right. a, or a once a year. <laughs> no, but mm-hmm. uh we're coming out once a week right now. That's not bad. But Yeah. When hey, we, how many listeners do we have? Oh. We got uh hold on. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. So, uh, so yeah. Um, let me look this up. This is great. Oh, this is. 
26 listeners. But yeah, we're coming out but once a week with this thing. Yeah, so it's growing because the first the first one, what we had like, what I say, six, seven listeners? I thought two. Oh, maybe it was two. Maybe it was just me and know. you. <laughs> it was just me and you listening. I'm only giving us like super credit by saying two. Right. <laughs> um. Man, so uh, we still uh, we're still working on the deal for the fifty. So, um. <laughs> well, that that was one week, man. That now oh, that was that with... was one week, right? Yeah. So, yeah, if I it's guess not there right now. I don't have to get in a bikini. I'm okay. sorry to all those listeners that really wanted. That. <laughs> Everybody appreciates. Um, hey, but if if y'all got another deal, write, write in email Epi. And let him know what maybe the next deal is if you can get some people to listen to this thing. By by March first, we have. Uh, I'm crazy. I'll do anything. <laughs> no, not really. By March first, but... we have a hundred listeners. <laughs> March first. <laughs> by March first, a hundred listeners. <laughs> hundred listeners by March first. I'll do something crazy. Something crazy. Right. As you email us some ideas for his crazy, Epi the third at gmail dot com. EPI. Is this kind of like hooking? Because I'm like yeah. selling myself. I think to get so. Listeners. I was just thinking about that. Is this go on your tax return? I think I've, I think I've sunk <laughs> to rock bottom, Epi. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to help what, me climb out of what this. What have we come to? What have we come to? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, chili cookoffs, man. They, dude, they've been going on like so, like everywhere. Um, dude, I had the same exact thought as you. Huh? I had that same exact thought. Yeah, uh, like everybody's it's been having the season. Yeah, everybody's been having chili cookoffs, dude. I've it just in the in one of the buildings. There's been like eight chili cookoffs just in like that one little area. Um, I there, mean, there was a chili cookoff during awesome. the Super Bowl party the other day. Like, yeah, it was that yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, I made I made chili yesterday as well. I made it on Wednesday. I made it on Sunday, and I'm gonna make it on Wednesday again, and then Saturday. Hopefully, Caitlin so listens to this have and she's like, four I'm going to make me like chili. a week. It's awesome. <laughs> You're wild, man. You're wild. Yeah. You're wild. So, uh, Super Bowl, I guess when everybody hears this, it's going to be like a week from now, but yesterday was a Super Bowl. And, uh, Spoiler alert. I did. Uh, oh, wait. It already happened. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I, I think I know which teams played, but I didn't watch them. <laughs> like, I just don't ever watch football. I don't really... Uh, but I watched the halftime show and it was great. It was. Did good. you like it? Yeah, it was good. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I did see the Snoop. I th- I thought it was great. I mean, yeah. for for Snoop they, they and were organized. And... There was no weird stuff. They yeah. just played the straight hits. Yeah, like and the... then they were and then they were done. And uh, yeah, you're right. I guess like for as far as like there's been some train wrecks. There's been at the Super Bowl. There has been some wildness at the Super Bowl. You never know what to expect. That was like right in the pocket, you know. Like that's you, true. You kind of expected that. You kind of you kind of hope they got a little more gangster. I think, but no, there was good. It was good, man. I, I, I was thought a little was... disappointed that it wasn't Bruno Mars on the drums. Oh man! So, uh, <laughs> y- you know what's crazy? Not that that other guy didn't do a dope job too. But, so a- Anderson you know. Pack, uh, he is a dope drummer. Him and Bruno Mars actually have a band together. 
Oh, really? Yes. That guy that was there? Yes, dude. And it ah, is funky. Nice. Like, it is funky, man. Like, funky. It is great. Like, if you want to jam some good stuff, like Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, that stuff is jamming. Makes you want to. It makes you want yeah, yeah, yeah. to head to the skating ring, jamming in the disco. Like it's good. Oh, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. dude. Exactly. As well, and they're cool. both and they're both dope drummers too. Like really yeah. dope drummers. Yeah, that Insane. dude Anderson Pack looks so happy up there, man. <laughs> People would never say that about us, would they, Epi? Well, do we look happy that we're too? No, that we're two dope drummers. No, I think so. Come on, come on. We don't ever, we don't ever jam. I'm being bashful. Next, uh, word, but we don't ever jam <laughs> next to each other. We should sometime, you know. Dude, that would be real cool. Bring yeah. up two sets on stage. Yeah, we should get down like that. I think people would. But enjoy would everybody something. think about that? They'd be like, "Damn, couple." Dude, drummers. I saw the RX Bandits <laughs> one time, and they had two drum sets on stage, and they killed it together. What kind it of music are they? Awesome. Do I know who they are? They, they're kind of like uh punk rock but then they had a couple albums that were like very like mars volti experimental type drumming okay. i'm not cool a huge shit. i'm not a huge fan of the experimental which i think a lot of my music falls in the experimental area yeah but uh, uh oh very much yeah but uh the mars volta i, I very much like love. some would say all our music is experimental epi you think so yeah, I try to say we're all yeah, because we because we add <laughs> stuff that's not normally in that genre to everything we do. Uh, okay, like every rap song that we make has like distorted guitars and like lead solos and live I drums. So. I guess so. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. It's all. But just that's a... just our style. It's just the way it. I uh, you know, comes out. I'm enjoying putting our style, putting our sound into things right now. Um, just the other day, uh, we got to, uh, bring one of our friends <clears throat> into, uh, the studio, uh, Caleb Williams. Um, he's a lead singer of all she wrote. It's a band that I'm drumming for right now. Um, and like, what, what, do, what do you call it? Blues, country, rock. Yeah, man. It's, you know, it's kind of an all over the map style. Yeah. But it's all, uh, dance type music i would say like stuff that you can groove to you know not but, necessarily but along, like but along in that country country blues, line dancing but yeah you know, like stuff you can hang out and and get your lady up and groove around to it's like that and, like that dancey Waylon jennings and uh, yeah stuff like that so it's uh -huh. it's kind of old school country has yeah. a little blues twist to it and yeah. still upbeat, you know? So yeah, it's a, there's a lot of good stuff and uh, I'm trying to get him on the show, hopefully next week or the week after. Um, I was impressed with Caleb, man. Uh, he came in and, and he, he knocked these recordings out and he's, uh, I hadn't worked with him before and I felt like uh, he was on point. He can play some guitar, he man. Doing, he really can. He's a, he's a great all-around kind of musician, you know? Yeah, so uh, so I don't know a whole lot about All She Wrote. Like, I, I'm, I'm in the band right now, I guess. Uh, I'm playing drums for them. I don't know a whole lot about the background of the band. I think they've been around for, like, 10, 15 years, something like that. Like, they've been around for a while. But wow. they've had, but they've, but I think it's always been Caleb and the bassist, and they've had different members kind of come and go through the band, um, right? So, uh, 
yeah, like uh, we we got to have him on the show just to ask him some questions because I, I would like to know more background. I I know a little bit of background of him. I don't know much about the band though. So uh, yeah, it's it's really crazy. Um, we uh, he, he pretty much hit me up wanting to do a new song. Um, it's a song that he had had for a while. So uh, we had him come in, and um, I was late as can be. <laughs> so when I got there, uh, Dustin and him were already rocking it out. And uh, dude, we had already had the first guitar track laid down. Yeah, then, like I, I, I didn't even think I was that late. But geez, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, how did setup go with y'all guys? It was great, man. Uh, he brought this little ant, man, and I. We're going to have to ask him what it was, but it it was kind of like, I don't know, uh, a foot and a half tall, two foot tall, and maybe like a foot and a half wide. Like it wasn't even that big of an amp. Like a little fender? And yeah. Little and I, and I, but it was like an old vintage looking thing. It was orange and it had like, you couldn't see the speaker and it was like, uh, little tweeds in between <laughs> like tweed kind of stuff uh and um i think i know what your little amp you're talking about it screams yeah i i plugged it in or i i mean i took it into the our, our little closets where we do the recording for the instruments and i took it in there and i looked in the back and man it's got a 15 inch speaker for a guitar in, there, <laughs> in that little thing man and you turn that thing on and it screams, man. And he was telling me it makes its own distortion. So there's no distortion on there, but when you start to turn that thing up, it just has this natural distortion to it. And it sounds amazing. Like dude, no pedals or anything on it. And it, dude, sounded it was a killer great man. recording. Yeah. It sounded killer. And then, uh, and then getting, getting the track and then like dubbing it a couple of times, like it just thickened it up and was like, I mean, it just sounded so smooth, man. Like, I really dug Absolutely. it. Absolutely, really dug it. I, uh, I, I loved working on the drums. I, I didn't expect to get there and y'all be like, "Hey, get on the drums, let's do it." <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I was there under under three minutes, and I was playing drums on that track. Um, yep. But uh, I. I I always put my style on it. I always add that extra couple of snare beats in there and kind of put my own groove to it. It, right, it had right. a groove to it, but yeah. but when when there there was like a couple of parts that kept dragging, I guess along, and we all three of us were hearing it, but they were ending on the same spot, like they were ending right. on the right note. So right. it wasn't really making sense. So when he said, Hey, just try to, try to put it to a straight beat, like no extra notes. No, it yeah, pull straight. that extra note out of there. Dude. Like it took quite a few times to, <laughs> to get it going. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Do, do y'all get exhausted with that? Like somebody going over and over trying to, trying to get one part. No, no. Um, actually, uh, Caleb was apologizing to me cause he had, he wanted to do the guitar a, a few different times. Uh huh. And I said, man, I was like, dude, when, never, when nobody's here and I'm recording, you do it like I'm a like, million times. I like, er I erase, record, erase, record, erase, record, erase, yeah. record. Like, <laughs> so I'm totally cool. I told him you're in good company, man. Yeah, so totally. You as well, Epi. I mean, you can take as many takes as you want because you want to get it good. You don't want to rush through it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And man. you came in 
having three minutes to prepare <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hearing the song. I hadn't, like I hadn't time, worked on that you know, tune yet. And, so. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you, once you got it, it was like, it was on and it, and it sounds really good. So dude, it was right in the pocket, man. And everything came together and his lead was killer on it, dude. Like, yeah. I, I wish we could play the song right now. Like, um, yeah, give everybody a little taste. I, I taste should, Rooney. I should play a song of Caleb's on here. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. If you don't have a problem with that, all she wrote. Oh, that's very true. We should talk to him about that. Yeah, uh, he he's good with man. That. Let's see. You got something? Let's see. I might put something up. Um, ah. Let's see what we have in the repertoire. Is that what it's called? The repertoire. Yeah. <laughs> so. So for everybody out there, they're kind of like a we're just man, gonna share uh, all honky, sorts of music. Honky tonk, they're they're like a honky tonk blues band with yeah. like some some like old school country going on. I guess maybe is how you'd describe them. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'll play I'll play their song in the glass. Just a little bit of it. Okay, you got something? Yeah, I got a little bit of it. All right, let's let's hear it for the people. Coming in on a plane from Texas Through the vast and shady sky Coming in on rickety wheels and foolish wings And foolish bright Brings with her the darkness and shattered home Pictures of the mountains back when she could go She walks out and near the forest with me Nature is sleeping inside us both. I'm reaching out into the world with images of pain, tracing my existence with things I can't explain. Learning all I can, but emptiness is strong. Leave my words in empty rooms and empty shrouds of song, of song, of song, of song. It's good stuff, man. It has a really nice groove to it. Yeah, man, I dig. It's some good dancing um, music. It really is. Yeah, you know, so that was the that was the first time I had done producing outside of us. And I really enjoyed it, I have to say, man. Um being able to just hit record and kind of help be a think tank versus like actually having to do the physical playing. Yeah, even though I love doing the physical playing, it, but sometimes it's fun to be on the other end of it. It almost give, it gives you like this thing where you can just concentrate on that, you know, like you yeah. can, that becomes your instrument, you know, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, so totally. It yeah, man. I I uh I love that feeling. I've uh I haven't done it enough for full bands. I've done it a lot for rappers. I've done a lot of creating beats for people. Um Yeah. That kind of production um 
I'm hoping that uh, Vibrite does a whole lot more bands and really like produces some musicians. You know, um, I, I yeah, don't man. mind. I don't mind Me working too. with rappers. I don't mind making beats. That's that's always rad. But uh, but to get some like real full bands in there, I mean, <clears throat> bring it on. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You might have a small space, but we can put it out, man. Yeah, and man. Once we build the big space, the big studio is gonna be like fantastic. Oh, we'll the be dopeness. able to host all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah, so. we're we're gonna have some shows and everything out here. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> hey man, so what's up uh um with the clothing line? All the clothing stuff? Yeah, yeah it's been a couple Dude. weeks since we got an update. Oh man. Okay. So the clothing stuff, let's go into it. Um, we started ordering a ton of things, just a ton of stuff. And, uh, we got it all in our freaking dining room area is now a factory (laughs) and we have, uh, have you hired eight-year-olds yet? No, <laughs> we we haven't hired anybody. <laughs> I, I highly doubt we'll be hiring any uh, illegal your, help. Is, <laughs> is your four-month-old baby hired? hired oh, yeah, <laughs> doing the embroideries. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't care if your fingers hurt. <laughs> oh, man. So, so Caitlin, dude. She- <laughs> Daddy. So uh oh, damn man. Oh <laughs> uh, man, so Caitlin just took on all this freaking embroidering, man. Like she just like has been glued to it, just focused on learning it. And next thing you know, I mean we're starting to have some product coming out and she's throwing logos on stuff. I'm imagining, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, the full company will probably launch in the next two to three months. Um, nice. That's quick from start, buddy. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that's my, that's my projection because the, as fast as she's moving and everything she's got going, I'm saying two to three months, but, um, it, it could be a little after, could be a little sooner. Who knows? Um, but she has, dude, she has a ton of product that she's getting made, getting it ready. Um, a lot of promo stuff. She's connecting with people all over the, all over the globe, man, just trying to uh, uh, create the connections through all the organizations and everything as she's, like, starting to make the products and uh, to show them the collection, the line, the design nice. that she's created. Like... It, Dude, it's she's gonna cool. do awesome man she's so creative and has such a business mind Dude, that's i really feel like she's she's gonna do something it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be no awesome, joke man. and I, I think people are gonna really take on to it and it's got a great message and story and and it's just gonna be a great product too that people are gonna want to have yeah totally totally man it's gonna be awesome um I'm just I'm just wowed with all the uh the embroidery stuff, dude. Like that's that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, like I I've I, all that stitching and all that. Yeah, it's just wild, <laughs> man. Like it's wild. I, I see hey, it man. going on. So That's I'm, why you hire the kids. They have small hands. <laughs> yeah, they, they got small. That, like, 
Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I do not condone sweatshops, yeah. people. I'm completely kidding. We just, now now we're back to those two listeners. <laughs> My fingers. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But it, it's coming along with the, uh, She's she's got the website and everything coming up and, uh, we just got all the uh, Q and R codes in, so um, now people can actually subscribe and be a part of the uh, the whole thing. And uh, if you want to just go to the website and check it out, it's uh, Everyday PPL. You got that? Yeah, that's people. PPL people inspire. All right, it's Everyday People Inspire. Everyday PPL Inspire dot com. So, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's pretty rad, man. Check it out. Check, 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 check it out. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what else, man? What else you got going on, dude? Um, Dude, I was digging through. Well, yes, I was digging through some CDs, and I found some old band stuff. And not that it. <laughs> Like, we're trying to make this a bit or anything, but <laughs> here's the bit. All right. <laughs> no, dude, doesn't doesn't I, going through all the old band stuff just, like, swing you down memory lane? Just like, wow, those times, dude. Like, takes you dude, back to... I listened to this stuff in, like, years, man. And it does. You, you start, like, kind of, I don't know, you know, thinking about the... the the first that you had with with music and creating with other folks and you know kind of shows a little tear to the eye you know (laughs) some shows at the red room remember that dude man mike boudreau dude mike boudreau man you are the fuck i mean (laughs) you are the man wait Uh, Mike Boudreaux's the dude, man. He is the dude. Had some a lot of good times with that dude, man. Dude, I was uh, wearing my Rubberhead t-shirt the other day. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Dude, uh, yeah, man, I've been playing. Uh, I, I started playing at the back room way back in the day. I was probably like 15 when I first met Mike, man. Like, what's the what, Describe the back room for people who have never been to the back room, dude, because that well, it, place was awesome yeah it doesn't exist anymore that's sad oh that's sad yeah (laughs) but uh dude the uh the back room was like the place dude like you uh you would go in through those front doors and to the left you'd walk and there was like a full-size pool hall and it just was like reeking of smoke and and tons of old beer and Cougars. Yeah, the cougars <laughs> everywhere. And yeah, dude, it was just it was an old pool hall. And then you go off to the right and it was like this dark like rock club. And I mean, there was a giant stage and they had massive speakers and they would just I mean, you could barely hear it as the person talking to your face. And it would just rock out in there and they had like Every local band in Austin, every band in Texas, and every touring band trying to play through there, and and then that was the scene, dude. It it was a long time. What 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 year do you think that was? 
Oh man, I dude, it was it was going. You know, actually, my very first time to Austin was probably in the early '90s, and uh, a cousin was driving, and I was actually, I think I was with my dad, and uh, she, I remember her driving us past the back room. And she says, uh, Dawkins playing there. That place is the shit. And I'm like, and I'm just like, who's Dawkins? And I'm going to play there now. Like, I just do this Dawkins. But dude, I, I just, as soon as she said that, I was like, I had a goal. Like, I got to play. Is that there like there. a sexual thing, Docking? Uh, I think it's Dawkins. Doc, <laughs> <Dawkin. laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Dang, I just busted this whole podcast. <laughs> Oh man, I can't go but, anywhere anymore. <laughs> I gotta hide. I got a hermit in my room. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, back to the story. Anyway, but uh, no, ba- the back room was the place, playing. dude. Like, uh, yeah, I remember when we got our first shows there. I mean, we were, I, man, I was a kid, and uh, yeah, we we played some jams there, dude. Like, but uh. So I never got to play there, but I went and saw some big bands play there. So right after uh, Mike Boudreau pretty much left there, he ended up opening. It, it was, so Mike Boudreau was like what the general manager of that place. Ah, uh, yeah, got you. Yeah, he like ran the booking. He ran. He ran the show. He ran everything. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but. Dude, when he left there, it was like, what? He's leaving the back room? Like, I mean, it was like, wow. Right. And then after he left, he opened up his own venue, and that was the Red Room off of Sabine. And that place was amazing right off the bat. He did Red Eye Fly, too, or was that after the Red Room? That was after Red Room because Red Room moved from off of uh, Sabine, then it moved to... It was Red- off of 6th Street, right? Then it moved to 6th Street, yeah. Yeah. And then after 6th gotcha. Street, then he moved over to Red Eye Fly. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But, yeah. He, Dude, uh, the shows that we played there, man. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Pretty wild. That guy, was, that guy was a pioneer for helping young bands out, man. Surprised somebody like, hasn't made a documentary in Austin about Mike. About him, like, dude. Yeah. You know, I, for real. That would be a really interesting story. Maybe really we should would. try to get him on the podcast. Maybe we should write the documentary. Come on, Mike. Hit us up. We're going to write a documentary with you. I wonder <laughs> if he would come on and talk to everybody and talk to us, man. That'd be pretty cool. That would be really cool, man. That would Just be really that, cool. About that scene, dude. Yeah, right. I mean, when he sees us, he's like, hey, what's up? So yeah. hopefully that means he likes us still. But he, ca- <laughs> but he calls me Chad. No, I'm just kidding. Does he call you Chad? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be messed up? Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, hey, Chad? Hey, what's My up, name's Brett? not Chad. <laughs> the Chad. <laughs> oh man. So, dude. Uh, so, what? One of the things that you said you found. Um, so, what? What other old stuff did you find? So I found I I found my old CDs from my fir- very first band ever. Uh, well, I take that back. You're going to laugh at this. Uh-huh. When I was in high school, I had a punk rock band. Did I ever tell you this? No, I don't think so. That Did I you? played drums in, and it was called Bottle Cap My Ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's and awesome. We all had different color hair. And Is this band <laughs> ever going to reunite? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that would be really a lot of fun <laughs> call everyone and be like hey 
thinking about yeah. bringing the band back together. <laughs> um, but uh, Russell played guitar. Oh, nice. nice. And uh, you remember my friend Brandon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, he played bass in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Man. But, uh... So we, anyway, we can call these folks. That was my, real, that was my first band. I'm going to get these um, guys on the horn real quick. We're going to we're gonna put this band back together. Yes, <laughs> reunion. <laughs> I want to play the accordion in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, how punk rock are y'all? <laughs> Dude, we're, we're pretty punk rock. Man. Really? Like, oh, yeah. Is it like, like speed punk rock? I mean, it was like. Trashy garage punk rock. <laughs> nice. Were you playing drums? Yeah. You were playing drums? Yeah, I was playing drums. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That was like right after I got my drum set, you know, probably within like a year or so. <laughs> so who was singing? Uh, I had, we had two singers. We had my late friend, Steven, rest in peace, Steve-O. And uh, we had my friend, Sean, and he also uh did a little bit of singing at one point nice. so we never played any shows out but we just like jammed in my my uh barn out on my property nice <laughs> you should hit everybody up and be like i'll meet you at the barn yeah yeah people would come over and like watch <laughs> yeah. us and stuff like it was it was fun man like it was, Dude, it was that would time. be so cool yeah, man it was rad. that's awesome <laughs> my barn had this like upper loft part uh-huh so the, we were all, the band was all set up up there. And then there was this big giant floor, open floor on the bottom. Everybody could stand down there and hang out. And listen oh, to music. nice. So yeah. you'd have parties and shows and everything in there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. See, I used to, uh, the old band used to, uh, actually no, the, the plague even did this. Uh, even my old band did this, uh, played a bunch of shows in my dad's garage, man turning that place oh into, dude remember pop's place that dude, was what we pop's were call place it. was the dopest man like it was the, it was the bomb dude it, i i wish that it, we didn't really have phones then when we were like recording everything so i don't have any video of this garage i mean no. it, was, it was like a mechanic's garage that yeah. we cleaned up cleaned out and turned it into a nightclub it looked like yeah. It looked like an industrial nightclub. I mean, it had the flashing we, lights, we had, the stage area. I mean, we probably there. had like a hundred people there sometimes. Dude, that place was packed. We played Dude, that, like <laughs> we played a show in there, and it was yeah. packed. I mean, from front to back, like yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> wow, 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 wow! It was a good time, man. Like we yep. we had some wild times. I do not understand, like. Dude, cops never came out to those shows. No. <laughs> like, never. No, man. Like, it, all those shows were greatly appreciated, and yeah. it was really cool. Dude, really cool. do you realize that you and me, we met doing shows? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. You were... Uh, because I was playing with Oma, and uh -huh. you were playing with uh, Plague of 98, I believe. Or no, I mean, no. no uh, uh, um, applaud the Pain. Applaud the Pain. Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, we played a show in Seguin at what? What was that? The hot spot. The hot spot, dude. And that was the first night that we met. And then we went back and hung out at your at Pop's place. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Man, the hot spot, man. That's a. It's still around. 
but it's not it's a still not, it's not a club. It's a uh, it's I think they like sell old furniture or something out of it. Oh wow, man! But uh, dude, man, that was a long time ago. We played that show and uh, man, that that was the spot. Like we lit yeah. that. When there like up. a shady little guy that ran it all the time. <laughs> oh man like oh yeah yeah the, the shady That's guys funny. everywhere man everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. it's bro. Totally. <laughs> you just gotta watch yourself <laughs> yeah but for sure. man <laughs> for sure uh so i found i found some oma stuff is i think what we all got started on this with um it was really it was pretty cool to see and listen to and kind of bring back some memories and and what it did for me also and then the way that we met and how we're still doing music today what's awesome what's the coolest memory you have from the oma days um probably going to mexico with the lead singer his family was from there oh we we all took a trip to mexico and dude, we had the time of our lives, man. Ate good food, drank a ton of beer, yeah, and just had a had a good time. But we were like in interior Mexico, so it wasn't like the trashy kind of border town, what you would think of that type of thing. Like yeah. it was just like where people live and they do their own their you know their their normal people thing. Yeah, and it was awesome to kind of be mixed in with all that and, and like. uh it was a good time. And the whole time we, we were, we would tell them, you know, that we're a band dude. And they treated us like rock stars, dude. We we're getting That's like cool. free beers, <laughs> like the <laughs> VIP treatment, like everywhere we went. And like, cool. they just were like, Oh, rock stars from America. And I was like, sure. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Mexico is yeah, rad, man. dude. It was like, fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I think Applaud the Pain played there too once, but uh, it it was in one of those crazy little border towns that you were talking about. Ah, and yeah. So see, at, see, see. At, yeah, at some point, I will share some stories from that. Maybe uh, we can get Daniel on here and uh, oh, yeah, and talk with him. He, he's got some good stories too. But man, yeah. so Oma. How, how long ago yeah. was that? Like 10, or that was like 15, uh, 2006. That was a, that I, was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a while back. Well, you want to hear some of the, some of that CD that you found? You got some pulled up? Yeah. I got some pulled up right here. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. We're going to play. Sorry, some. everybody. This is uh, what, my first band. So, so I, you know, yeah, this is cool, man. So this is Dustin's first band. Uh, uh, just way back in the day. What is the name of this song? Is it Duffer? Dufferin Grove? No, it, no. This one is called uh, "Pain Turn Gain." Pain Turn Gain. Yeah, Augie Augie had a lot of really kind of um, power forward lyrics, man. Like about strength and inner connection and okay, cool stuff, man. I mean, yeah. he was just kind of a very kind of deep guy with a lot of his lyrics. Cool. And, so yeah, I, I dig his it. I dig his style. Well, let's let's listen to it. Let's listen to it. Here we go. All right, man.
It's a jamming track, dude. Thanks, man. That's awesome. Hey, I got to give a shout out to my uh, brother, uh, <coughs> Jeremy Deweese. He played the bass on that. You know, I was actually and... going to ask you if that was Jeremy. Yeah, man, that was that was his baby, and we all three came up with that stuff. And you know, it's fun to listen back to it because, and actually, I, I I had forgot the lyrics, dude. They were pretty deep. Did you listen to that? Yeah, man. Yeah, like I, I've man. I've never really so I've heard a ton of Augie's music. I never really right like really dove into the lyrics, and yeah, I'm very impressed, man. Very yeah. good. Very good. That's cool, man. Um, so go ahead. We had we had met during these days, um, pretty much at the Red Room. Uh, yeah, getting booked by Mike and doing uh doing some shows, uh, going to Seguin, playing the shows. Uh, did you ever play in San Marcos with us? Never played in San Marcos. No, never played. We in San pretty Marcus. much stuck to uh, the Red Room. I know we Red played Apple it. I- we played, we, uh, we played a bunch of Austin thing. We played a bunch of Austin shows with you guys. Did we? Yeah, more than that. Yeah, I feel like we, we probably played more than that. Or, or maybe, or maybe we were just at the sh- at the My same shows all the time. So good. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> no, maybe. Uh, I, I've for for some reason I vaguely remember us playing a lot of shows with you. Like maybe you were just always like. I don't know. Out. I thought our styles meshed pretty well, man. Like, I thought you so guys too. Were, like a little heavier than us, but like we all had like still the melodic stuff in it. Like even you guys had stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think we all, at least as band members too, got along and that was cool too. So yeah, totally. Yeah, man. Hey, do you have any of that old stuff that you got? Uh, I have some applaud the pain stuff. Um, do you? Yeah, I I think I had asked you earlier if I should play fight song or eggshells, and I I think you came up with the answer, and it was the same answer that I did. Like it really was. Was it based on the same thing? <laughs> yes. Be- <laughs> it 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 was based on what would Remy do, <laughs> and you came up Does with the Remy same. Listen to this. I I, I don't know if Remy listens, listens to, this. to this. He should email I mean, it's us pretty if he deep does. In. He's probably like signed off by now, but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but Remy, uh, if you're listening to this, you, you it's it's your choice, really, buddy. So so you know what? Not until Remy actually. So t- uh, me and you chose fight song that we would play fight song from Applaud the Pain at, on one of these shows at some point. Yep, and it was because Remy would choose that. But I don't know if he's listening. So not until he emails me, am I going to play fight song? So. Oh. <laughs> So if somebody yeah. else is listening and tell Remy, hey, hit us up, uh, epi the third at gmail.com and I'll play fight song. Uh but so with that being said Okay, touche. Yeah, touche, touche. Okay. Uh with that being said, I'm gonna play eggshells today. Um yeah, I'm gonna so play here's eggshells. where it all started for me and Epi between these two bands. Yeah, so. it was it was these two bands that really um yeah. so, so hold on, before we get into applaud the pain. Where did the idea for Oma come along? Like, who started the band? Who who hit up who to start the to start that group? So, my stepsister had a friend who was a guitar player, and I was moving from Wimberley to Austin, and she said, "Hey, he he needs a drummer." 
would you mind? He was playing like blues rock stuff. Uh-huh. And so I went and I was jamming with him and his bass player happened to be Jeremy and we were playing together, me and Jeremy. And then in my apartment complex, uh, I met Augie through another friend that lived there. He didn't live in that apartment complex, but he was there hanging out often. Uh. And just was talking about music. We liked the same stuff. He was kind of just (laughs) out of a band and me and Jeremy were kind of like, well, we want to kind of do our own thing. Not necessarily like blues covers. And yeah, the, the guy, the, the guy that we were working with was a little bit flaky and just, you know, was kind of doing his own thing. And, and so uh, we said, Hey, y'all want to jam together. And that's what kind of formed Oma. And I think the name did come from Augie, but I can't remember. I believe we all had some kind of influence. I don't remember what the conversation was, but uh, yeah. you know, it, it definitely had some meaning behind it. Yeah. For us. Yeah. It was kind of a spiritual thing. That's you know, cool. We're all kind of like spiritual guys. That's cool. Um, applaud the pain that actually came from uh, Cody. He, uh, uh, we, we were tossing around names. I remember we were all sitting on this big old couch and we were just like, what should we name this band? And uh, it kept getting thrown around, thrown around. And then Cody finally was like, what about Applaud the Pain? I was going to start a record label called Applaud the Pain, but now we can call our band it and I already have it. Tat- uh, and he goes, I already have it tattooed all over me. So, <laughs> so it makes sense. No we were, kidding. Yeah. So we were like, all right, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> ah, that's cool. That dude, that's a, I, I really always like was jealous of that name. That's a cool name, dude. Like, thanks, man. For, for uh, <laughs> sp- like, especially for the type of music that you guys are playing, like, it fit perfect. Yeah, it really like, did. <laughs> it really did. Applaud the pain, ATP. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you could, you could write it. Like, I don't like even the way you guys like did it on the flyers and all that. Like, it was just all worked out really. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It kind of had like this, it it had like this screamo vibe, but still kind of metal. Like, I mean, it was right in that era. Um, Yeah. uh, The the band actually started because uh, my cousin Manuel and I, um, I played drums, he played guitar. Uh, Man, we actually just met up one day and we were standing outside and we were like, dude, we, we need to start a band. We need to start a heavy band. We need to start something that's really rocking. <laughs> and we just said, you know what? We're, we were leaving a band at the time. We got out of that band to start another one. We didn't know what we were going to do. So, uh, we actually spent like two days driving around to pawn shops, buying equipment to start a band. So oh, wow. Y'all were just like, screw it. Like, yeah, it's like, just us. We'll play all the instruments. Damn it. <laughs> dude, it. No, it wasn't even that we were actually planning on finding, people that could play the instruments but people that oh, just in case they didn't have equipment just you're yeah like, dude y'all that's it, it doesn't matter come on <laughs> dude we, we were starting like a little rehearsal studio and uh, we put cool. out we put out an ad i didn't know we, that about that yeah we put out an ad and we started trying to find a find a guitar player find a bass player um we had found a couple guitar players they just weren't meshing with us very well and uh cody had met through a friend and he actually, he flaked on us twice, didn't show up to two of the uh, auditions. And then finally on the third one, he showed up and dude, we rocked. Like, I mean, it was like, we all just immediately meshed together. And first thing he said was, nice. I know, I know a basis that we can get. And, uh, <laughs> and Daniel was actually in another band 
And uh, Daniel was dude, like, "We got to have that guy on, dude. Dude, totally. He's got man. a. He's got some splaining to do. Dude, <laughs> dude, we we totally stole Daniel out of that band. Like literally, yeah, we like did. we we kidnapped him out of that band. Like, yep. Daniel, Daniel was a. Uh, he was in another band, and the deal was that uh, he would join Applaud the Pain if that another guitar player could join too. And oh, at, gotcha. And after they both joined." <laughs> We fired that guitar player. And kept Daniel. <laughs> kept Daniel. Yeah. Felt bad, but you know it happens. But hey, man, you know it's the biz. It's the biz. Hey, turned out right, dude. Right, dude. Uh, we, we were a good y'all, band. Y'all had for, some good times. You got some good stuff out. We were of it, a dude. good band for a few yeah, years, man. man. Quite a few years. Yep. You want to hear eggshells? Yeah, let me hear it. Let's do it. It's been a while. Yeah, this is a this is a good track, man. All right, here we go. Here's eggshells.
record that at uh we actually recorded that at music lab ah who was over there who was that engineer tim garen uh, tim garen man tim garen yeah, another he another, was pretty he was uh another big name of austin of, uh, cookie chars wasn't he around austin dude a lot man he actually i think he owns the space now here in austin um there's a new rehearsal mm. studio called the space uh-huh i think he, him. i think he owns that for some reason, gotcha. I don't want to be making up rumors. Fake news, fake no. Um, I, I don't know. He, I, th- I heard a, I heard a rumor that he owned it, and uh, I think that's really cool because he was a huge part of Music Lab, and then yeah, he, he's been yeah, and a lot of people stuff. Uh, there, there was actually a band out of Seguin that uh, we had heard, and when we heard their demo, they sounded nothing like us, but their demo was crystal clear. Uh-huh. And, and we went to them and just asked them where they did the recording, and they sent us to Tim Garen, and it turned out pretty, pretty. Yeah, awesome. he did a great job, dude. dude. Y'all sounded good on that, man. Yeah, man. You know, uh, I was listening to these lyrics, so I've been writing lyrics forever, um, but I never actually used my lyrics until I was my early to mid twenties when I started really working with Plague ninety eight and stuff. Yeah. Um, before that, I. Uh, I pretty much was, uh, I, I don't know, I, w- I would just save all of my lyrics. That song, Eggshells, uh, in the lyrics, there's a couple of lines in the hook, or in the bridge, that say, uh, the truth that hurts can't handle the lies believe. The truth that hurts can't handle what lies beneath. Uh-huh. Those were the first lyrics that I had ever, like, really written. And my cousin... Oh, they used them, Yeah, huh? and my cousin... He was a singer. He took those lyrics and he put them in the song. And uh, when we were we were recording the song, that was the first time I had heard it. 
And I just looked at him and he goes, I hope you don't mind. I'm using it. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Like I, I never, killer, I never dude. knew that I could, I was a lyricist. <laughs> you were a songwriter from the beginning, dude. dude. But when he did that, it like opened Lyric up a whole, it, it opened up a whole nother door for me. And it was like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I can actually write music. I can write lyrics. So it was just that's really cool. Awesome, Sometimes you man. just need that affirmation, you know? Yeah. Um, very cool, dude. Yeah. But, uh. Because of that stuff, uh, we started stuff like that. Be the third project, and been working yep. on that forever. Um, yep, exactly, man. It's it's crazy. It's been a it's been a long road. <laughs> yeah, like I almost I, I almost one. just want to play you need that stuff in your life. Yeah, I almost just want to play the song that I want to play from us for today, just because I want to play it. But I, I want to explain it a little bit. Um, okay. First of all, give us some background. Dude, this has been a really music-filled podcast. I hope people like this. Uh, send in what you think. Like, do you like hearing a lot of music? Do you like hearing us talk more? Do you not like us at all? Yeah. <laughs> Take that, too. Yeah, um, send, send us all sorts of stuff. Yeah, send it to my some email. feedback, man, so we can keep on giving everybody some cool content yeah. to listen to. Yeah. Uh, while they're stuck in traffic and angry at other folks, they yeah. can be calm and refreshed <laughs> send by it to, Epi's tender voice. Right. Send it to uh, <laughs> Epi the third at gmail.com. E-P-I yeah. the third at gmail.com. Anyway, go ahead. I'm liking the music. I dig it. I this love cool. I love our music. We do this all the time. <laughs> right? Um, I, I hope that people are grooving to the music today, for real, because uh, I, I do want to add... Uh, that's actually one of the things I'm working on. Um, I'm hoping to get a full uh, full license so that way we can have some uh, some just some jam days where we can just play whatever we want, man. You know, this is oh, a, that'd be great. This is yeah. the Vibrite Production House, so we should be able to play whatever the hell we want. So that's just yeah. how it is. But we can play underground artists as long as we want, right? We, we can play so underground artists. People can send artists. us music. People right? can send us music. Uh, we can play underground cool. artists. We can play ourselves all day. Uh, all she wrote. We can play them. I mean, there, there's a, right. there's quite a quite a bit out there that we can still play. So we're good. Fantastic, um, man. Uh, so yeah, so we have this song. Came out a while back called "Take That Moment." Um. I think at the time when I was working on it, I was in a strange place. I was, uh, I was trying to figure out if, uh, if I was doing some sort of music, if I was just needing a break, if I was, I was just trying to figure it all out. But then I kind of came to this conclusion that I was just, I just had to take a chance. I just had to try. I just had to grab it by the wings and just take off. You know, I just had to do it. Like, I, I don't know. It, it was just like, don't look back keep moving forward, take that moment. Yep. And after that, it, it was kind of like, that was the creation of the 909 project. And so it, it really opened up like this, this whole, like we need to work on this album to start producing these songs to really find our sound. And take that moment was just really that first track that I think we had talked about and, and tried to even play live, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think it, I think it was a, uh, a big step in a new direction when it came out because our previous albums were nothing like this. And yeah, the, the previous me, this albums was more, were... I, I, to me, this was a more of a, of a mainstream theme in, in and I mean that by a lot of people can, uh, 
you know, I guess. Um, yeah, it's it's a friendly can, vibe. Can grasp this situation and 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 use this as a part of uh, their lives too, you know, or totally or whatever that is, you know, connect with it is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the the story is very uh, it's very broad. To uh, this is just sometimes the way you got to do it. You just yeah. Everybody this- sometimes has to say, hey, what am I doing? I just need to go I just and I need, need to take a chance. And me and Epi are doing that right now with our music studio and our project yeah. and trying to get all this stuff going. And we've got um, a million things going on, but it's a million awesome things. And it's just a yeah. fact of taking a chance and having a good yeah. time, you know, it's got to do it. Yeah. So you want to hear, take that moment. Yeah, man, let's hear it. Let's do it. Jam. That's the jam. Yeah, man. That's good. I connect with that song right now. 
I hope right. other people can connect with that song too. Right? It's a jam, man. That is a good song. Totally. That was fun. That was fun. <clears throat> hey man, um, before we get out of here tonight, I'd like to connect with some people. And All let right. me tell you what I mean. Tell me what you mean. I'm talking about we need some guests, brother. Yeah, we do. Dude, I you actually know what I mean. You know, like, I, I had a guest. This was fun. I really enjoyed the two of us, but I think when you get other people in the mix, dude, it's, it just throws down. And I like it. We're social, we're party people. So that's why we enjoy that. Um, I actually had a guest that was lined up for tonight and then it got moved. Oh, did to, you? Yeah, but then it got moved to next week. So I didn't even bother with it as far as mentioning it. Um, gotcha. he, he said he's going to be on next week. I'm going to tell everybody who he is. So that way, hopefully well, then he has to come on. Yeah. Hopefully he does. So, yeah, he, I hope so he, too. hopefully he hears this and says, Oh, you know what? They already announced it. So, uh, so who is it? A good friend of ours, uh, Jared Mayville. Uh, he, he's a local artist. Um, we're just going to talk some painting. I like Jared. Yeah, Jared's dude. Jared's good, man. Jared's good people, and man. he is an amazing artist, dude. Like, I bet you, like, he could probably talk about art, and it would be very interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Like, that, that's like, what, a, like a subject that may not be interesting, like, he's so, an interesting guy, and so I bet him, you he'll, so him he'll and make that, you like it. So him and I have some background together in music. And so I think it would be a cool story for people to hear from him, uh, the music background, the artist background, just the uh, where he's been in his walk in life. You know, I mean, he's just he's a good dude. So uh, hopefully he'll be here next Sweet. week. Hopefully he comes oh, on, man. Yeah, hopefully he does. But uh, um, but we need we hey, need uh, guests. We need more yeah, guests. Yeah. So people can send in if they have any suggestions of people. You know to to come on the podcast you know i was thinking i'd like to talk i don't know if everybody knows but i'm a chef and i'd like to talk some food sometime i think that would be a lot of fun man so if anybody out there is like a, a chef and they want to come on and and talk food and i know epi's a vegan he like only eats carrots <laughs> we can definitely uh, you know, you, you yeah. and I, the chef and I yeah. can have a conversation. Only y'all can eat and I can starve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can wait outside, you guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure there's some good. No, hey, but if there's a vegan chef out there that wants to come in. If, if there's a vegan chef or uh, if there's any places we can head to uh, try out and have some reviews that do the regular and vegan, you know, that'd be cool. I mean, Ooh. I'd be down. Did you with just that. turn this into a slutty review. Co- oh uh, podcast? We, yeah. We're going to start reviewing people. We're gonna start. Watch out Austin. Watch out Texas. We're looking. Remember for that you. first podcast where you're like, yeah, I just do stuff. And then I tell you about it. Yeah. There was, there <laughs> this, it is, this is that moment. <laughs> That's that moment right now. <laughs> oh man. That's, well, dude, that all sounds awesome, man. Uh, hopefully, Jared can be on next week, and we can have some insight from him. And, yeah, and guests keep hitting us uh, up. Uh, yeah, man. Epi the third at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash vibe right production house, and that's v i b e r i t e. Yes, yeah, send and, us all sorts of music. And send us to stuff. all of you that have listened, we do appreciate it. It's pretty awesome. You know, man, that, if, uh, if, you and if y'all find what we're doing and and hopefully you dig more of it. Right. And if you find Remy, let him know that uh, oh, we're not yes. playing fight song until he hits us up. Remy! 
Oh man, were you about ready to get out of here, man? We've had yeah, a man. we've I had a good time. That, I think that sounds good. We've heard a lot of good music. Yes, talk so, some talk, walk some walk. Right. So I think, uh, ooh, that's that's actually a song. Um, but uh, yeah, I think uh, next time, um, if Jared's here, we'll listen to some old school tunes and listen to some old school music. So hit us up facebook.com slash vibe right production house v i b e r i t e production house or uh, Instagram epi underscore i i i that's epi the third. All right, let's get out of here, man. Deuces. Later on, dude. Live Right Podcast is hosted by Abby III, co-hosted by Dustin Gobain, produced by Live Right Productions.